BBC Six Music Podcasts. Six Music. This is a free download from the BBC. Find out more at bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. And now, Russell Howard and John Richardson. Hello, uh, thanks for downloading the podcast. Let's intro ourselves in the style of rappers. Yo, what's your name? Matt Ford. Lovely. Young rappers apparently just gently bend down like farmers, do they? (laughs) It's Fordy the farming rapper. Woo, yeah, check it. John Richardson. Hello, I'm Russell Howard. I'm the manager. We're not the great rappers, really, are we, of our time? Anyway, so thanks for downloading the podcast. What we got in the show, all sorts. Got a bit of 40, bit of Lauro, bit of Mama, bit of chat, bit of holidays, all sorts, really. Bit of politics this week. Hey, that won't make it to the podcast, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's not what we call in the trade gag heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not gold. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But that don't get you anywhere. But, you know, feel free. Why not? If you've got three hours, download the podcast first and foremost and get all your mates to download it and send emails to random addresses saying yeah. download it. Then have a listen again. Go to the Six uh, Music website. Absolutely. Listen again. Enjoy the music. And then one day we'll release the bootleg version of the show where you hear the links that we don't do on air, which oh. I'd argue are better than the show. And there's always a bit when you listen again and you forget that the news is from Sunday and you go, oh, God, is that still going on? <laughs> oh, no. No, that's Sunday's news. Anyways, um, enjoy. BBC Six Music. But in a minute we're going to do the news quiz and mm. uh, we should mm. explain the forfeit, John. What's the latest on the forfeit situation? Well... Um, we're still in negotiations about doing the show live from Swindon. Yeah, the Swindon Massive are really holding off. We thought it'd be quite easy, but apparently, you know, it takes real commitment to there do something There are bylaws. Yeah, there are. And yeah. I don't see why sexuality should come into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And goats are not, you know. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? I think the loser should clean the winner's house. And then they say, wearing the French maid's outfit. I think that's seen its day. How about I'm a celebrity type forfeit? Well, one of you has to eat insects or other disgusting meals. Uh, no? I've eaten um, chocolate grasshoppers, I think. Did I dream it? Was that? A d- <laughs> I don't know. I think I've just dreamt that because it was an episode of Saved by the Bell. No, I have. I've had chocolate insects. Where did I have them? It's incredible when your brain goes that. Yeah, you've done that. I'm not telling you where, though. Chocolate tell insects. You that later. Someone gave me a chocolate grasshopper or something. I think you've definitely dreamt this. this no, we not- did it together at, at Bristol. Oh, yeah. yeah! Yeah, they were all right. I liked they them. They weren't bad, but yeah. then they stuck in your mouth and That's, you knew yes, that it was yeah. bits of leg and stuff. Yeah, that was a that was a funny afternoon, wasn't it? Me and John were the only people in the Science Museum in Bristol. Apart from kids on school trips. And we were befriended by a lady who uh, offered us chocolate insects. She probably didn't even work there. She was probably mad <laughs> and just went, here, eat these chocolate insects. Go and get them down, you. We well, went was, for it, though, didn't we? Yeah, she was lovely. Someone texted in, just shave your eyebrows off. It might not even be to do with the news quiz. They my, might have just text that in anyway. My brother did that. It is a truly terrific site. Like, when you've seen that done, he did it when he was 11, and he shaved that side, the right-hand side, halfway down, whoosh, away like vanilla ice. And then he went, that looks ridiculous. So he evened it up, and then he got it wrong on the left-hand side, so he had to just whoosh, lock the whole of them off. Fantastic. He looked great. So what are we going to go for? Well, I've got a... What was that? That was me banging the desk. Was it? Why did yeah. you do that? That terrified me then. Because I thought finally the BBC had cottoned on to us. Wait, who is using that disused studio? Bang, bang, bang. Send Wogan down. What are you doing? Always Excellent. Wogan. Excellent. Good for you. Yeah, thanks, Wogs. But we need, we need to push on with the news because that's why I was Jesus. doing that. Um, so we've got a couple more. Dress up like their opponent, whoever loses, so the show would be hosted by two Russells or two Johns. So I'll come just as... Oh, that's a great one. idea, yeah. Uh, I think if Russell loses, that you should gel your hair like a punk, and if John loses, he should gel his hair like a 1930s butler, or vice versa. Well, let's dress up as butlers. I'm up for that. That's just 
tuxedo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, here's one. Of the loser has to dress up as a butler and be the servant of the other for the show. I.e., whatever. What else is new? Hey guys. Hey guys. No. I, whatever you no. are. Just me. Was it? Uh. Russell will lose, you should get a perm, I ain't getting a perm. <laughs> and John should get his hair straightened. Well, well, well. <laughs> oh, that is it. Yeah, I'll do that then. I can't get my hair straightened, it's not going to work, is it? Yeah, we can. you can get ceramic straighteners. <laughs> you can. Yeah, yeah, GDH. There isn't enough. They're really good, I get loads of emails from Hotmail. Does anyone else get those? I get them all the time. GDH straightener, Russ. I don't know how they've got my name. I don't need a straightener. It's horrible Why do I open them? Why do I use your name. Yeah. Hey, John, I was just thinking about penises and them yeah, yeah, being yeah. not big enough, and I thought of you. It's, oh. a, it's amazing, isn't it? But every so often it gets you. I had one the other day that said, Russell, the, uh, what was it? The drunken farmers want you to know something. How can you not open that? It was about Viagra. And they're from, like, names, aren't they? They've yeah. got them done now, so it says, like, Kathy Burgess. Maybe I didn't know Kathy Burgess. Who is Kathy? Kathy Burgess, uh, who knows I've got a small penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I quite go. like the idea of having to eat something intermittently through the show. Okay, well, that's going to be difficult to get hold of insects, isn't it? How, how about we eat uh, as ma- the uh, right here we are. The loser has to eat as many different types of meat as he can <laughs> throughout the show. <laughs> okay, a, a different meat every fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll we said like that. Yeah. No foie gras. No. No. That isn't a meat, is it? Well, technically, it's liver. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Right, so let's have a song and then we'll do the news quiz. So, whoever loses... Whoever loses the news quiz has to eat a different meat variant every 15 minutes from 10 until 1 yeah. next week. As provided by the winner? Yes. Okay. Lovely stuff. Uh, this is Courtship Dating. You have meat before you get in here, though, don't you? John, please. Six. Music. Well, we've just learned that I can eat a grape in under four seconds. Yeah, but when you eat a grape, you turn into a very <laughs> aggressive cockney. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I ain't getting rid of this grape before this song finishes, you toilet. All that right. was Courtship Dating. You listen to Russell Allen and John Vincent on Six Music. Get another one. It is news quiz time. Ready, John? Mm. Four two, you lead. I've had two very... I need this. It's getting you, ridiculous. You've had uh, two very bad weeks. First question. Here you go, my friend. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. You sat comfortably? No. A dog has been... True. In- I will have to take your first <laughs> no, answer, shut I'm up. afraid. No, shut no, no, no. up, don't <laughs> it. You snooze, you lose. Not having that. Carry on. Uh, no. I'm He's right. put that down. Don't you dare put that down. It's all right, I'll start Let's again. Scribble that off. Doing your cheeky little grin. It's all right, I'll start again. I run a fair quiz. John, please. <laughs> uh, a dog has been imprisoned in China for spying. True or false? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, well, no. Ah, ooh, false. Okay. Your reasoning behind that? Because when I said true earlier, you pressed the wrong button, and I think your brain didn't work quick enough to press the wrong one to double trick me. Oh. Second question. A, so that's true, it's, is it? Absolutely. An Italian man is demanding £450,000 in, well, not pounds, but, you know, li- a little euro, I guess. Euros in, in these modern times. In compensation after claiming his wife's constant nagging left him impotent. Um, that's true. That is true, says John. <laughs> Rack him up. What's the truth behind that? Uh, it was 140000 um, a woman... He'll probably end up with 450, though. No judges throwing that out, are they? Hey. Yeah. Too right, mate. A Swedish man, John. I couldn't get up with all that going on. Jesus. Where are you going to give me a slice of palatoni? Ah, shut up at your face. 
Wow. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what happened there. That was, uh, what, uh, I, I love window. the idea. Hang on. that You've brought panettone into the lovemaking it's process. It's the only Italian you, food I could think of Yeah, but time. why are you thinking of food? It's just the idea of surely having sex. No, that's her nagging around the house. Right. I'm trying to watch Italian Trisha, Trishinia. And Trishinia. you don't, you don't Trishinia. bring me panettone. Right. I can't bring you panettone. I've got to fix the car. Hang on a minute, we're going to have to stop. We've got the Dolmeo people on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they say they need the new guy. <laughs> when see your Dolmeo day. Don't get me started when see my Dolmeo day. Always I have to cook the Dolmeo. Next week's on adverts, John can recite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lenore. Russell, do, 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 yeah, do Lenore. Yeah, you fancy the Lenore. Like, you want to no, have sex the with comfort, the jug. The comfort dolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants to have sex with the comfort jug. A jug. Yeah, isn't it? So have we found the truth about this Chinese dog? Because you've, you've Googled it, but I noticed you've come up with nothing. Look at your cheeky little face. <laughs> it's let, not true. It's I'll not let, true. I'll let you into a little secret. Um, that one, uh, that, yeah, I was lying. Oh, uh, that is unbelievable. So, <laughs> right. Absolutely, you cheeky swine dog. But the, the This re- throws the whole quiz into disrepute. Even Lee, who's on your side at the moment, at home, thinking, getting film questions ready for the decider. Now Next so, question, John, please. That is, John, I, John, please. So I think I instantly win the quiz. No, 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 false. Five texts in, first five text yes or no well, do i instantly win the quiz obviously they're going to follow the cult but listen right here we go unbelievable ne- next question you pig dog a woman has been jailed in malaysia for joining a teapot worshiping cult <laughs> um true or false oh that's got to be that has to be false and if it's true i don't believe you <laughs> it is true i pressed the wrong button you lost that one it's true Absolutely true. Well, it's, it's, yeah. the whole quiz is nonsense. No, it's the true. The whole quiz is Absolutely nonsense. Absolutely true. Here we go. Uh, next question. Stephen Gerrard likes to draw robots in his spare time. True or false? False. Absolute cack. True. true. Absolute cack. True. Absolutely true. Where from? It's from an athlete song. Um, mentioned it in an interview he did years ago that said when he's bored, he likes to doodle robots. From a song? Yep. From a song? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Check it on Google. It's absolutely something he loves to do. That's a song. Yeah, he, yeah because like he said Lucy. it in an interview, so it's true. True or false, Lucy lives in the sky with diamonds. <laughs> no, it's not. It's got nothing to do with it, has it? Because that is obviously ridiculous. This is based on... Tr- exact. Type in Stephen Gerrard, robot, you probably find some of his. What's the score? It's currently 4-1, It's it? currently nonsense all. It's 4-1. It's 3-1 at best. Three you can't one. just so make up more... numbers as well as questions. But f- I need to know for the music. So it's 3-1 yeah. to me. And the- Okay, cool. Right, next question. Um... Good song coming up. A, a hedgehog's heartbeat. Oh, yeah. A hedgehog's heart beats 400 times a minute on average. Um, 400 times a minute. Mm-hmm. A hedgehog's heart. True or false? I think that's false. You think it's false? There you go. Apparently it beats 300 times a minute. Right, it's currently 3-2 to me. Well, we're still waiting verification on the Steven Gerrard in a song. It's about an athlete song, I'll find it. <laughs> the right. athlete song does mention a Stevie G, but it's not the Scouse footballer, it's some other dude. Sorry, Russell. G from Stockport. Oh, really? 3-2 to me. Come on. Come I think... On. Oh, Come on. son of a gun. 3-2 yeah. Richardson, fair enough. Right, next question. Um, Snoop Dogg is Come on, John Snoop Dogg is a keen fisherman Um True or false? Um Snoop Dogg Oh, it's so difficult, this, isn't it? Because you just pluck these made-up facts That's the point, isn't it? 
It is, my friend. Snoop Dogg's a keen fisherman. Yeah, I'll go for that. That's true. Direct quote, I can't stand it. Rubbish. No, you just made that up, did you? Yeah, it's made up. So we don't know he isn't a keen fisherman. Get him on the line. Um, imagine, when I don't wake him up now. S deadly. Do um, not n- let sleeping dogs lie. Oh, no. Russell Howard and John Richardson on Six Music. So it's currently... 4-3 uh, to Rico. 4-3 to Rico. This guarantees the draw. Right, in this farcical quiz. An Australian man... <laughs> oh dear A Swedish man He does man. this on purpose now Because he knows I'm watching him He thinks he's an actor <laughs> and A Swedish man Oh so <laughs> This is so false I made it up <laughs> So as we watch a family guy A Swedish man Has developed contact lenses That change your eye colour According to your mood True or false Oh I believe that could be uh, <laughs> I believe that Hang on a minute In a monologue Hold back the horses What's going on My sister used to have a ring That did that Oh John please <laughs> No <laughs> Pig. She's your sister, you mate. Pig, you pig dog. <laughs> exactly. If you were in China... Oh, somebody's angry. <laughs> Look at her ring. If you were in China, you'd have been arrested. Yeah. So, contact lenses, mood. But why would your eyes know your mood? Because your eyes are just glazed over, aren't they? It's impossible. <laughs> I've just got a lovely image of you in Asda with your mum. Hey, mum, we better get moving. There's some orcs nearby. Check her ring out. <laughs> this is steel. It's conceivable, you see, that all he's done is made them change colour according to the amount of light that's on them, assuming that you narrow your eyes when you're angry and this you widen like, your eyes when you're surprised. These are good points. These are good points. So it could be true. They don't normally have this long on Mastermind, do they? They have as long as they like on Mastermind if they only want to get one question but make sure they get it right. I've started, so you'll finish. Um, I'm going to say true. John is going to say true. Oh, absolute terribleness. Mm-hmm. What's the truth behind that? Uh, I just totally made it up. Um, <laughs> Stick that in Google, because he's probably lying. I made it he's up. He's probably wearing a pair so right So you can now. have a pair of contact lenses that change your mood. Yours Wait. have gone green for lies. It's <laughs> ah. envy, isn't it? <laughs> Richardson can only draw. This quiz is a farce. He can this only quiz draw. is an absolute farce. A top academic says Moses was high when he received the Ten Commandments from God. True or false? But you see, that's just nonsense, because people have clearly said that. Obviously, someone said that at some point. It was probably just a hallucination. Has it been said this week? Oh, in a dream, you had. No. Yeah, true. True, says John. It's five all, listeners. Get your questions ready. Now, it's five all in the news quiz, John, which means... Whatever. It means that we get a listener to uh, text in and then we call them up. And the best question of the many that were given to us, we've selected... Panas, are you there? Yep, I am. Hello, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. Um, right. <laughs> do you have your question ready for the wonderful John? I do. Far away, Panos. Okay. The average glass of water has been through how many human beings' bodies? Is it... Six or eight. Six or eight. Oh, very close. That's fine. Um, the average glass. Eight. Oh, he's right. Yeah! <laughs> Never been so glad to drink other men's weed. There you go. Well done, John. Thank you very much. Well done to you for a cracking question and a great bit of input on what is a fantastic show this week. <laughs> No problem. See you later. Enjoy the rest of your yeah. Sunday. Bye. Have you got Have you got a meat you'd like to suggest for Russell as the opening meat for next week? Oh, tongue. Tongue, tongue. Oh, get in. Vicious little harpy. Do you Jeez. want to be on every week? <laughs> right, well, well done. 
for any, anything else you want me to eat? Um, well... Someone's feet? No, I think that'll do. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Um, well, I will have some tongue next week. Thank you very much, Panos. Sadly, I've lost that. Yeah, get in. That is justice. That is the cold hand of justice on your behind giving you a slap booty. Whoa. Never sum I'm up. I'm not very good Never, at metaphor. Never, ever sum up the news quiz again like that. <laughs> what you've effectively found is that what's happened there is that justice has slapped you on the arse. Feel it. Feel it. Leave it. Well, you ain't sitting down for a month, liar. <sighs> Jesus. Laura, do you want to tell us something about, about you we don't know? I, I only lost my virginity at 17, which I didn't think was actually too bad at the time, but we are, we are talking about the 70s. I think at 17 now, they think there'd be something wrong with you, wouldn't they? Really? Well, there we go. Interesting. BBC. Music. Next week's show, we're in York. Oh, yeah, we're up in York, aren't we? So I'll have to sort out my meat in York. Someone get me onto a meat guy in York, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, crap. Yeah, so we're going to be, uh, that's well flung forward, my friend. We just do things by accident, don't we? But next week, we're going to be in York uh, pre recording the show, and I'll be there pretty much all weekend. And when are you getting there? Well, this is in debate. Why don't you get there Saturday night? My diary permitting, I might have to rejig some gigs. Oh, um, why don't we get there Saturday night and then we can stay over in York and see what's what? The last thing you need to be doing, my friend, is performing comedy in Soho. How can that be a I good idea? Soho. Exactly. Imagine, Who were we talking to about that? This uh, week? The head of Six <laughs> head Music, of six honestly. Music. We, we went in for a meeting with the head of Six <laughs> Music and spent, I'm not kidding, we spent half an hour talking about uh, gardening. Uh, that pro- was your fault. Yeah, I don't know. I got you know when you panic and you start chatting. So I'm talking to him about strimmers. I got no- I got nothing on strimmers, and yeah, in my head I go, yeah, you got a strimmer. You know the ones that cut the hedges. I was doing sound effects of of strimmers. Yeah, and then John starts going, yeah, right. And then we started talking about Soho. And but uh, you Paul know, Raymond had died, hadn't he? Yeah, Paul. That's right. The, the pornographer Paul Raymond pumps. had died. And then John starts getting all pally with the head of six years ago. Yeah, well, it's a disgrace because porno now is just too fast. It's too in your face. Do you know what I mean? What happened to a pint, a cigarette, and a pint? <laughs> I never said this. It's what he's got in his head. I made the point that Paul Raymond was the first one to try and reduce the stigma of porn by yeah. just saying, listen, men have needs, let's put it on in proper theatres and then yeah. you can have a drink, watch boobies waggle around, and he goes, oh, look at you, dude. <laughs> hey, what happened to the good old days of a fagging a, a lady's boobies, eh? Oh, I get me whip it out and I'd go down booby bar. Don't call your penis the whip it. <laughs> we, uh, it's all to do with what I do with it. I can generate <laughs> real speed. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the new Indiana Jones movie, but they might have to cut my part out of the early parts. And when he says part, he literally means... I'm stuck in the cave. I'll get you out, yeah, oh, Mr. as it were. <laughs> oh, Mr. Jones, weird man with curly hair doing ungodly stuff. <laughs> right, anyway, so, the, but the long story is, we went in for a meeting about our show, and we were supposed to have, like, a 15-minute meeting, and it turned into an hour-long chat about gardening. Gardening and, uh, and porn. And porn, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know. How did we get onto all that? I have no idea, my friend. What were we talking about? Meet York gigs. York, so we're doing, yeah, so we're going to be in York, um, so, uh, what, what, what is fun to do? I'm going to burn Oh, you already have, haven't you? For now. <laughs> I'm going to fart, sorry, control, does anyone mind covering? I can't control my own body, how pathetic is that? <laughs> I'm going to, no I have, I'm that pathetic, I can't stop myself burping. But we're going to be in York, what's fun to do whilst we're there? The Russell Howard and John Richardson Podcast. Six Music. Yo, 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 what's going on? This ain't our usual crib. Damn right, sister, we turned up in some skunk bar. I'm confused. Hello, ladies! You look frightened, alone, vulnerable. How may I be of assistance? Back off, weirdo. Where is this? 
You've really got no idea? Oh, dear. This is the Am I Normal Bar. It's where Russ and John send features they don't need anymore. I should introduce myself. I am the JohnBot 5000, and that over there is the RussBot 3000. <laughs> he loves it. But you don't understand. They can't be finished with us. We're their mothers. Makes no difference, love. But we was only just getting going. We only done a few rhymes. Think you got it tough. I only did two shows. Sing it, John, sing it. Look at that poor bugger over there. That's the 100% belter. 18 months in the game. Turned up here a couple of weeks ago. No one even noticed. He just sits there crying, making love to his tonic and gin. So what do we do here? Just sit on our booties and turn to rust? Well... The booze and pork scratches are free. Live darts on the big screen. If you want to get out, you better doll yourselves up. There's a guy comes in every now and again from commercial radio. He picks up some people. They always end up back here. Now, the real hope is that the lads will get off of some sort of TV deal they can't turn down and come crawling back to us. Well, this stinks. This stinks like my treacherous son's childhood nappies. You said it, Em. Let's get some guys together and sort out a bust out. I've still got my piece. Who's with me? I am! Yeah, let's get in the tug bus and bust some moves. Guys, 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 you're wasting your time. No one gets back through. Only one man can control the way through and he does not mince his words. Yeah, you go and do one as well then. If you take my advice, you'll sit tight and wait for the inevitable. The lad usually sings a song for the newbies. It should put a few things right. Everybody shut up! Shut up! Thank you, barman. Yes, gents and ladies, what can I get you? Just give me that bottle there, three glasses, then take this and do one. Your money's no good here, sir. Nice one. Rusbot! <laughs> what? Do your song. Oh, yeah, for the new guests. Right. Ready, Max? This is where we all get pinched. Guitar, please. Here goes nothing. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Six. Music. Now, uh, things to do in York. We've had some really good ones, right? Uh, this is from Charlotte. She says, things to do in York. One, roll down Clifford's uh, Tower Hill. You up for that? Yeah. Two, eat the world's greatest nachos at Oscars. Three, sit in museum gardens, drink cider and swear at tourists. That's an interesting one. I'm not sure about that, but quite, you know, you'd be up for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Go to Evil Eye and five, walk around the walls. Six music. President Bush, yeah? Yeah, he'd be fun to wind up, I'll give you that. He's going to get paid <laughs> something like, um, I read this a little while ago, he's going to get paid something like 100 grand per, per show. To do a touring show. To doing gigs. Yeah, no, he is. Once he once he quits, he's effectively just going on the after dinner circuit. Hundred grand. Oh, but that's what Tony Blair does, isn't it? Yeah, so. but you can imagine listening to Blair. You know, he's got a bit of spunk about him, which I don't think's ever been said about him. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Clinton, they used yeah. to say it about. Yeah, they did. But do you know what I mean? You can imagine listening to Blair. You know, for, he, he's you know. He, he's a good orator, if We've got else. a Tony Blair impersonator. Absolutely. Sorry. 40, quickly, leg it in here. Quick, 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 let's get him in here. Just run in, 40. Look at him. He doesn't run. I tried to get him to run yesterday. <laughs> Scott's on about his asthma. Yeah. Could you just imagine uh, Tony Blair? I mean, what would he sound like if he were doing a speech and you paid money to see him? I just can't imagine. speech I imagine at Nottingham what? Forest and, and, Football and he was, and he, was only, he was at Nottingham Forest and he was only talking about crisps that he's enjoyed. I mean, what would that sound like? I can't imagine. Does anyone here know what that would sound like? <laughs> Well, it's a pleasure to, to be here today. <laughs> Not only that, but to talk about 
not only the food that I've consumed and that, that others have borne witness to, but <laughs> to be at a great club like Nottingham Forest and the great history, particularly the cluff years of the, of the late 70s and, and the flourishes in the, in the late 80s as well. But He's look, doing the eyes, that's what's <laughs> lovely about it. Well done, Forty. It's like a muster at short notice. Right. Hey, who are you? I'm Matt Ford. Hey, Hello, Brett. An impromptu entrance. Forty's rumour mill. With me, Matt Ford. Britain's favourite prankster, Barry Chuckle, hasn't always spent his time tickling the nation. Chuckle makes a tidy living on the side in the buy-to-let market, <laughs> something his brother Paul is deeply envious of since he ploughed his fortune into the failed Beagle 2 mission to Mars. <laughs> Prior to his comedy career, Chuckle had a string of dead-end jobs and a penchant for gambling dens. Chuckle was known no- locally as the Leopard <laughs> because of his unique poker face. He would literally paint his face like a leopard to prevent the opposition from reading his facial... His facial... I can't even read his own writing. Look, he's been laughing too facial much. Facial movements. To prevent the opposition from reading his facial movements and beating him. Unfortunately, Chuckle couldn't keep his damn trap shut and would exclaim, Oh, bugger. Oh, yes. Depending on what hand he'd been dealt, making the most popular poker player in Ghoul. He racked up debts of 71 grand and simply did not have the means to pay. Chuckle was now a wanted man and went underground to evade capture, walking the streets by moonlight, taking comfort with the catnaps under the bridge and eating leftovers from Bert's cheesy grill. The whole sorry affair inspired him to turn to comedy, where he made a fortune and promptly settled his debts with notorious whole gangster Sean the Hatchet Almy, who suggested he get into pyramid selling. He hasn't looked back, but will puke if you mention poker to him. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't read my own handwriting. Matt Ford, incredibly well done. From now on, you're going to have to write these up. You can't yeah. read your own writing, mate. <laughs> An email in from Greg. Oh, yeah. Rats can last longer without water than a camel. Right. I was trying to remember where I'd heard this animal fact before, and then I remembered. It was printed on the back of a penguin chocolate bar in the lift-up <laughs> flap. <laughs> so if Fordy says he's done research, you'd better believe him. Love to your mothers from Greg. Cheers, Greg. This is a holiday-related disaster from Jean-Pierre Vert. He says, I once borrowed my brother's welding tools without asking what a way of starting an anecdote, oh my eh? God. That is great, isn't it? I was borrowing my brother's welding tools without asking. My brother is a professional welder, and unbeknown to me, when I took the tools, he had a very important job to do uh, for which he needed all of his welding equipment, not some of, all of his welding equipment. for a professional welding job, you need all your welding equipment. Phone rings, professional welder needed. I'll bring my tools. Uh. I'd caused him some serious embarrassment with his client, but nonetheless, he told me not to worry about it. A couple of weeks later, I arrived home from a holiday to find all, of, all four of my family's bicycles welded to the front and back <laughs> on both sides of my car. Jean-Pierre Vert. Wow. He's got to be French, hasn't he? That is vicious. Jean-Pierre Vert. That's not a cat. That's a sort of, oh, what is it? Hang on. You've actually welded them to my car. Absolutely. That's not funny, Paul. But all four of them as well. After the first one, he'd be knackered. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I'm still dedicated to this. That Thank was God. a real cock-up. Thank, hopefully he hasn't got a sister, he's a beauty therapist. <laughs> I wake up, back sack and crack. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But then you get in trouble then, because you'd overreact there, wouldn't you? go, that's not, do you know what I mean? I borrowed your welding stuff and you ruined my car and all of our bicycles. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, well, that's one all. And you go, it's not one all, that's at least three one to you. because yeah, there's four bikes. There's that's, four one. That's ridiculous. That Ma- is a really... Imagine if you had a brother. Imagine that. The scrapes you'd have got into. A really scruffy brother. 
Nathan, you've been in me bloody room. <laughs> <laughs> you and Nathan. Maybe you? if I'd had a brother, I wouldn't be the way I am. Maybe I'd have learnt to cope around other people. Exactly. I was messy as a kid, though. I once ruined my uh, Commodore 64 because I left a mint feast on it and it just melted. Oh, oh, my, do you know what's, what's fascinating about that is the fact that you said I was messy as a kid. I've heard you say that anecdote before, implying that's the only messy thing you ever did as a kid. <laughs> that was a right tear away. Feast <laughs> on, on the Amiga. <laughs> and others. There are other stories. Anything else? No, I learned me ways out. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Barlow trying to sound like he had a... You know, you puked a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bit like Gary Barlow. Don't That's you good... dare. Hey, Gary Barlow, the talented one, had all the stuff. Fawley's yeah, like, right. like Robbie. The one who's put on a lot of weight and got addicted to St. John's Wart or whatever he's hot to that everyone He pumped says. me full of pills this morning. <laughs> Shovel them down the This is an incredible story, right? This is from Trevor Starbuck. Smashing name. Trevor Starbuck, right? I was skiing with my girlfriend in Austria. She didn't think much of the skiing, so Should've we went... Should've used skis. I was skiing with my girlfriend in Austria. She didn't think much of the skiing, so we went paragliding instead. Brackets, that's where you run off the side of a mountain with a parachute, right? She was having such a good time that she decided to text her mum to tell her what she was up to. She's only gone and dropped the phone. It landed on the head of a German man who, due to his horrific injury, spent the whole of the next week in hospital. As far as I know, texting is now banned whilst paragliding. Still, my grandfather, who fought in both world wars, would be very proud. Was <laughs> he, though? You know what? Slab. I've just got to say something here. I just want to pick him up on that. My, gr- my grandfather, who fought in the Second World War, wouldn't be proud of that. Oh, really? No, not at all, because... Ch- Chipper Ford. <laughs> uh, Chipper Ford t- is t- mate Grunty Phillips. <laughs> Thomas Gleeson, uh, an absolute legend. Is that um, your granddad? Yeah. One of the most important things he taught me, I think, was... <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> hands off that. It's time to let go. <laughs> yeah, talk about the Second World War, he'd always say... You've had enough ice cream. Animosity now towards, he was a Japanese prisoner of war for four years. Was he? Bloody yeah. Hell. And it, uh, he fought the Germans, and he said there's no need to, to hate them, because um, they were just doing what he was doing, which was being told by the government to go and fight, you know. So this petty nonsense that still continues actually perpetuates the very politics of Adolf Hitler, which is what he wanted, which was division between nations. Oh, Matt Ford, how beautiful. And I love, so let's, I love the let's idea. have some peace, guys. Oh, let's love the, I've got a lot of time for the Germans. What a wonderful thing that you've just brilliant, said there. I love, the, I love the idea that your granddad was telling you that whilst you had chocolate on your face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I imagine you had a feast bar that had melted onto your face. I used to get me little the Cabris wild wildlife bars. Oh, is that where you got your animal facts? <laughs> yeah, <is that> <laughs> <laughs> what, what does your granddad? Is your granddad still with us? He's not, unfortunately. No. What did he do after he uh, got out? He died trying to deck a load of Germans in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Right, any other holiday fables? I've got a nice one here that involves I, a naked lady. You want to hear? Oh, go on. I was just going to say I had a pun in the middle of that story. I don't want to waste it. All right, go, go on. on. Um, that sort of thing could knock you out. Dropping a phone. Oh, yeah. knock you out. Nice. Just, you know, it's, you know, have it later. Just if anyone retells that anecdote at a dinner party tonight, oh, did you hear about this girl? She was paragliding. Yeah. Do that joke. Have, have it. Or you could do that anytime there's some sort of phone-based thing. Knock yourself out, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, add an Italian. It do it in the style of an Italian, and it slips in even better. And knock yourself out. Yeah, and then go into the Del Mio stuff from earlier. Absolutely. Yeah, it works it. brilliantly, yeah. Great Thank idea. Yeah. Um, <coughs> should I do this one from Tom? Do that one, yeah. Go on. uh, I went horse riding when I was eight years old in Menorca. I was on my pony having a nervy time when the girl behind me screamed. <laughs> I turned around to see her pony mounting mine. I was terrified and screamed for hours afterwards. I can still feel the pony's <laughs> breath on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> it was truly horrid. We got our money back, though, and went and spent it on a go-kart ride. That's from Tom Nassel in Leeds. Wow. Whose nickname must be Monkey Face. 
<laughs> because of his email address, not because of anything. Oh, maybe that's that's the face he pulled yeah. when the, technically he's been part of like a brutal pony gangbang. Yeah, yeah, hasn't it? Nay means nay. I bet every time he put My Little Pony on, he just shat it. <laughs> Jesus, he can't watch the Grand National now. No, is and that the jockeys right? are preparing to mount up. <laughs> is that, I bet when someone passes him a sugar cube, he starts weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that cold in it. That is brutal. Imagine Still that. Still feel that breath on your neck. That is. That's what would be horrific. If you're right? Tom Nassel's mate, creep up to. <laughs> oh yeah, dressed as a horse. horse <laughs> oh yeah, I bet he was never in a panto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he has to be behind you for the joke to work, Tom. No, no. <laughs> well, otherwise, we can't do it, and that's the big panto line. You, the horse needs to be behind you. It ain't happening. Hey, Thanks. fellas, do you want to know about Laura's top threes? Love to. Here we go. It's time for Laura's top threes with me, Mark Lawrenson. When I'm not commentating on England internationals around the world. I spend a lot of time thinking about being animals. But what three animals would I most like to be? Would it be a tiger? Would it be a snake? Or a buffalo? Imagine Loro as a sort of a tigger from Winnie the Pooh figure. <laughs> Could you imagine? And bouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. Imagine, imagine that all day. Stop eating honey. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let a uh, double wet rah. <laughs> <laughs> be a lot of fun, or a snake. You know, fa- he's quite fashion conscious. Slipping oh, right. out of his skin, cool. he's a new guy every day, or you know, whenever he fa- and a forked tongue. I think it'd be a buffalo, so I can you know line up two ladies and. Just thinking in his mind. Oh, I'm thinking dear. in his mind. Buffalo as I a randy snake. As a randy snake, he'd line up two snake. Ladies, do you know why snakes have the forked tongues? So I can do chicks from both angles like that. Because their eyes, I watch it, and I'll say a bit of housekeeping. You, you read your text. I want to, in praise of BBC iPlayer, phenomenal, yeah, absolutely good. changing the way that we look at telly and everything. This week, I was having my lunch. I thought, oh, need bargain on or something. I'll pop the iPlayer on. Two episodes of uh, Life in Cold Oh, it's Blood. fantastic, Absolute, isn't it? Absolutely. It's snakes, probably great. They have no eyesight, so they can tell. They stick yeah. their forked tongue out, and just with the minute difference of the flavour on the left bit and the right bit, yeah. they guide themselves towards whatever they want to eat. So they can taste the hormones in the air on the left bit and the right bit, and they go, oh, more hormones on the left bit, steer left. And they get on really well with tortoises. They sleep together <laughs> in a little burrow. And tortoises have a concave underbelly so yeah. that they fit right onto the woman so that they don't slip off and they're bang, bang, down. And inside those, uh, in their shells, kitchens. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tiny kitchens. They've got a George Foreman grill. Yeah. Also, what goes on in there? But it's a right laugh. Yeah. Ooh, you'd love that, wouldn't you? Imagine that, just slipping inside. Oh, if I could slip inside myself, I'd never leave the house. <laughs> but so, imagine that, if you, were t- if you were a tortoise, you, at any stage, you can go, I've had enough... I'm in my house. Just pop in, yeah. You, you know, you, every, life's getting you down a bit. I'm just going to sit here for a bit. Must be like having a caravan. I'm going to become a traveller. I'm going to become a didacoy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what, you, what are you going for? Tiger, buffalo. Buffalo. I'm going for You're buffalo. You're going buffalo? Yeah, I think Loro's uh, a gracious and dignified beast, much like the buffalo. I see Loro. Docile. I see Loro um, as a tiger. Yeah, I'm going tiger. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he's not a tiger. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> All that. I had my face painted as six. I've never looked back. One of my favourite Loro quotes, I think it was Joe Everton Man United, I can't remember who it was, big 50-50 challenge, but I think it was Duncan Ferguson and Roy Keane or something, and Loro just went, oh, it's that rutting stags. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's he going to go for? Buffalo. 
off. Number three, Buffalo. You should have known that. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> Snake. the other week as well. Wait, that was great. That was the <laughs> anger which you said. You should have already known that. Do you know me? Christ. I do, Loro. Here I got go. him right on Kylie as well the other I week. I only lost my virginity at seven. All right. There <laughs> we go. That's Number a story three, about bu- Buffalo. Right, here we go. Number three, Buffalo. You should have known that. Sorry. Number two, Snake. Yeah. Number one, everybody wants oh. to be a tiger, don't they? Oh, oh, I got it lovely. I that was, was this week's top three. Oh, damn it. Love to your mothers. There you go, Crack Mark Lawrence. What an absolute man. Oh, what an absolute that. man. Yeah, he's what a, a man. man. What a man, what a man. That's, what, that's who they were writing American about. Do you not know that? He's a mighty, mighty. He's in the video. The original video, he appears wearing <laughs> a sort of a, uh, a silver cat suit, dressed as a tiger. Bloody Aminor. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> and he gets his gear out, and that's what they told him. You can't be in the video. But I gotta get me junk out. If I'm in the video, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be junk check out. the contract. <laughs> yeah. Check the small print. <laughs> Fordy, what are you doing later? I'm going back home to watch some TV and bed and knackered. Oh, God. <laughs> right what a of wonderful it. Eat some grub. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having for tea today? Uh, probably Chinese. <laughs> you are. A, I like. We you. had Chinese yesterday. You had chicken chow mein for we tea. Had thai yesterday. It's still chicken chow mein. It's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you ever? Have you ever? It's quite a personal question, but I imagine your your flat is just full of sort of old bits of Chinese sort of led around. Have you ever been on the job with your girlfriend, right, and seen a bit of half finished food and think I'm having that in a bit? I don't think there's anything wrong. <laughs> I should point out with that mixing when... two pleasures. Have you ever or done more? that? Have you ever? Have you ever been? I'm not going to comment on specifics, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Have you ever eaten a burger whilst having sex with a girl? Or thought about eating a burger. Oh, thought about. I mean, all sorts of food stuffs all day. You know, people say men and sex like one every six seconds. The other five for me. Food. Sex Helps is a welcome keep break. The wolf from the door. Sort of. I should point out that when we came into my house yesterday. Oh Jesus Christ time. on yourself on your bloody house! <laughs> Just leave it be. Well, at least Soaking. I didn't make him. Anyway, so first time in my house, I'm showing it round. This is the living room. Oh, it's lovely that mate. Is that what about chair? his telly? Bloody oh, massive, isn't it? It's crikey. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Walked into the kitchen and there's remnants of steak and chips that I had three days ago. <laughs> Did you? Good luck. Like a whippet straight over to it. How long have these been there? BBC Six Music. So that was the podcast. Hope you had fun. Uh, just playing a bit of cling film here, Matt. It looks nice. <laughs> yes, yeah, right, isn't it? People use. <laughs> I don't want to go into this now but No let's not Let's not do scat chat mate What do it He's obsessed Put it, on, put it up against your mouth And suck it Okay Hang on And it pops Oh you're talking about the clink Here we are So what do I do Just put it up against your mouth And suck <laughs> That's not much fun You're not very good at that good. Form a vacuum So that it pops Ah, oh, oh, you need to get a fair, fair bit then. I can't get the... Hey! <laughs> now, do send us... It's going to need a serious edit. Send us in an email. <laughs> Russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. Listen to our show live 10 till 1. From York next Sunday. Is, yeah, from York. We'll be in York. So come to York. We'll see you in York. BBC Six Music Podcasts. If you liked Russell Howard and John Richardson, try the Adam and Joe podcast. Download for free at bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. Music.